every time they'd pass, it's like a huge ball of warmth that would just shoot up into the crowd. We're like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite nice. From the mountains in the east to the caves in the west, you're listening to the real WTN show. episode number oh see that was weak dude you you take three weeks off and that, and that's all you got was opening a can at to interrupt me weak sauce weak yes. sauce episode I didn't take three weeks off oh we're gonna get to that okay episode 113 of I the didn't, real wth show you stop it stop it <laughs> i am tommy i am Joined here by interrupting Wilson. Wilson, how the heck have you been, dude? I I feel like the studio has not been graced with your presence for it seems like nearly a month. Like, what's been going on? Where have you been? Oh, you know, here and there, all over, around the Easter Bunny. I know that was part of it. Yeah, yeah, that was part of it. That was how'd that go? Uh, it was busy. We got two more chickens though to help with all the eggs. So there you go made it a little easier yeah no i'm talking about you playing the easter bunny yeah at the mall yeah who are, who are the but chickens i still had to hide i still had to hide the eggs oh okay you know? okay yeah so did your did your kids dress up as chickens no no did the did esther bunny dress up as a chicken she probably would like to i don't know probably i know she's into that whole furry thing but whatever so <laughs> <laughs> uh she's shaking her head right now i know it so, man, we've had one, you know, it's just been, you, you switch schedules at work and it's kind of hard to do some, uh, finagling. And then we had some computer issues at one time. And then, uh, I kind of took over the reins and did the, uh, one episode in the trans Allegheny lunatic asylum episode, which was, uh, put a lot of work into that one. And that you actually listened to that one. I did. Yeah. You made me. Yeah, I wanted to hear what you were thinking. So you finally listened to one of our episodes. That's great. You got those numbers in. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Extra download. Yeah. Woohoo. Extra five cents. Not. So oh, my allergies are killing me. Yeah. It's the allergy season, my guy. You need to take yeah. some Alivert. I took something. What's I, funny I is. I waited till after I mowed the vineyard, though. Oh, that's I right. That was you told me you did that. Bad choice. Um, every morning I take a, uh, I, I forget the name of it. It, it. It's the Walmart version, but it's like the, uh, oh, it's the generic Berserk I always just take one in the morning. Cause it, if I don't, my cat, I'm actually allergic to my cat. It'll, my eyes will burn. And so I just take one every morning along with my, my other vitamins I take. And, uh, but the funny thing is, is I'll be perfectly fine. The second I get to work, and I walk into a freezer where it's like zero degrees. 
I just start sneezing. It's like the cold weather activates my allergies. And then it, and then after I get out of the freezer, I'm fine. That's weird. I feel like it should be the opposite. You would think. Like warm weather. And right now, like yesterday, it was like 80 something. It was hot. I was sweating. Today, it's raining. I had to wear a sweater. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is great. It's West Virginia for you. And everything's green. So it's getting better out here. But um, before we get into our world famous segment, we're doing a little thing now where we're kind of doing our sponsors up front. So uh, I want to thank MSR Arms for providing this show for us, providing the platform, um, which means paying for it. Uh, make sure you use offer code WTH5 at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. And Thinline Brewing, uh, they have like maybe a little over a month or a little, about a month left in Rancho. Yeah. Then they're skedaddling, as they say, out yeah. of Cryptofornia on the way to the, uh, what is it? The volunteer state? Is that what they call it? Tennessee? Heading out that direction. So check them out, thinlinebrewing.com. Show them support and all that other good stuff. And of course, Blue Line Soaps, who we Yeah, same with. thing. Yes, WTH5. Same thing. Exactly. Make it simple. Made it easy. And then uh, I don't think we've figured out what percentage of your sale goes to the Danny Oliver Foundation, but either way, part of your purchase, if you use the offer code WTH5, does go help the Danny Oliver Foundation. Yeah. So, Wilson, the people want to know. About? Has it been that long for you? Really? Oh, 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 you mean speaking of almost hitting a bear? Beers and cheers. So, anyways, uh, what would you say about a bear? What you almost hit a bear? Yeah, it was close. Uh, yeah, I remember you sent me the picture. You were we were on uh, Marco Polo. Yeah, you almost saw it live. You were a little late though. I know. I had well, I was talking to someone and then I heard the thing like ding ding, make the noise. I'm like, oh, I was telling the guy to hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up. My boy's talking to me. And then uh then finally when I was listening, because I usually have you in my pocket and you're you're all you dropped an S bomb. Congratulations. Uh -huh. It was amazing. Um and uh I was sitting there, I was like, right when you said that, I I took my gloves off as fast as I could. Something's going down. <laughs> Grab my phone, look at it, and you're all I almost hit a bear. And then you Kind of go, you look like that. And I just see this black mound. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> well, that would have done. Were you in your car? Yeah. Yeah. You would have been done. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I might have gone under it. Who knows? Oh, yeah. It like spreads his leg from like a cartoon. Lifts up his pants <laughs> like that. <laughs> that was a big boy or girl. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, they. We don't know. We don't, we don't judge. Them. We do. We just don't tell you we do. So what are you drinking today, my guy? I have, it's called Mind Haze. Ooh. It, it also says Citrus Cyclone down there. Um, this is by Firestone Walker Brewing Company. And that's a new the, one for uh, us. I don't think we've ever tried anything from them before. They're kind of a, I feel like a sellout brewery, you know? Oh! Like, <laughs> uh, like one of one of those breweries where like like Sierra Nevada is almost at that point, you know, where it's like, oh, they've got too big, big for the nationwide. Yeah. Okay. So nothing against them. So when yeah. you say sell, I'm thinking a bad thing. Nah, it's just they got too like, big. Not not a microbrewery, you know. Not a not. It's no thin line. 
That's it. Exactly. Uh, but it's got a, a weird uh, label on there with people with tangerine heads and a giant space octopus and alien spaceships and a bunch of weird stuff on here. Sounds like something you would like, like a TV show. Yeah. Like uh, Outer Range. Watch the first episode bring, last night. They're going to bring aliens into it, I bet. Illegal aliens. <laughs> no. <The> Canadians? <laughs> Yeah, Aren't they up, up that there, way. Up there, Montana is all. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is six point two percent, and that's about all I know. There's no story on it. Nothing, See, that's huh? how that's how you know it's it's a good brewery because they put little stories about their beer or something, you know, other than government warnings. <laughs> that's their story. I'm gonna see if I can find it while you're uh, tasting it. I can definitely taste the real tangerine that's in it it's it's all right it came in a variety pack so from the coast of california comes mine haze a free spirited beer made to elevate your perceptions juicy yet balanced hazy yet lasting and loaded with an imaginative array of tropical hop flavors and i think they're from paso robles 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 however you say it so yes that's what they have written on untapped yeah, it's not bad. I don't even know if it's a hazy IPA, but it says IPA. You would think if it's mind haze, they would have made it hazy, but I'm not sure. I don't have anything to pour this into. So Pour it in your mouth, boy. Oh, okay. Just hold it up like, like you're stone cold. And let me, let me like look at the, uh, oh man, if I could take a still picture of that, I could edit so many fun things in on the Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give this like a, 3.25 3.25 yeah. still a good score yeah i kind of i mean i kind of like that that can i mean it has that kind of yellow yellowish brown uh yeah there's a college what college uh california college has that kind of color is it cal state i don't know it, I, it, I think that's a tornado in the back there or as my daughter used to say a nortato nortato yeah nortenio Nortenio, hey, baby Joker. I have met a few of those guys in my time. Actually, they're pretty decent people. They get out there in North Highlands. Good times. So I am drinking something new today because uh, I haven't been able to do one of these. I don't do these when I do the other show by myself. It's kind of pointless because I have nothing, no one to share it with. But I uh, apparently we're like in the uh, like last to get things out here. This is Aha Pineapple Plus Passion Fruit, which is like kind of the same color as your can that you had, a little bit, a little yellow color. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's very uh, passiony. Let me uh, take another sip. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of the uh, the Lacroix Coconut. Which, oh, um, that's not good. Which oh, you don't like that one? No. Oh, it's wrong. Don't like you. coconut. Man, that you're much. weird. You're weird. But yeah, I like it. Uh, it. My wife likes it more. Actually, we have like three or four other new kinds in the fridge that I'm hoping to try out on a couple other episodes. If you choose to record with me, you know, later on. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that might happen. I feel like we're you're turning into Handy, like showing up every now and then. Yeah. Um, hi, Handy. I know he listens. He's 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 a number one listener. Um, I give this one like a seven out of 10. It's not too bad. Uh, 
I'll, I'll definitely have it again. It's way better than that mango. What's that mango one? The mango. Uh, oh, I like that one. Black something. Black tea. Mango or black tea. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. Nasty. But th- there's the apple and white tea one. Oh yeah, I like that one. Of course you would. So, anyways, uh, Robert like the black tea, but he likes the white tea. It's racist. Cool. And that's what I call high quality tool. Robert Butcher. So. Uh, today we actually have a pretty cool, uh, cheers. Um, this one came across the, uh, the daily wire, which I think is Ben Shapiro's outfit. Uh, because I believe in, uh, a lot of people have issues with, you know, when a cop pulls someone over and they find out the other person's a cop and they don't write them a ticket. They're all, that's not fair. You can't be doing that. You're writing everyone else a ticket. Then there's some cops like, no dude, laws, the law, regardless. So this came across, it says tough on drugs, sheriff arrests daughter in heartbreaking meth case. And of course it's in Florida. So it says a Florida sheriff known for his tough stance on illegal drugs, arrested his own daughter on Monday in connection with a meth bust. Sheriff AJ Tony Smith of Franklin County, Florida was alerted to his adult daughter, Kristen Kent's alleged involvement in illegal drugs after a meth trafficking suspect name dropped her during a line of questioning. And when authorities set up a controlled buy to uh, purportedly catch her in the act, the 38 year old sheriff's daughter allegedly showed up with drugs. I wonder how the sheriff, I wonder if he knew about the sting before and his daughter was involved. Um, he's like, don't show up, <laughs> um, do chores or something longer. It's heartbreaking. Smith told local news station WMBB. The last person you ever want to arrest is one of your family members, especially your child. I mean, it's like you can't even put it into words. I don't think it's anything you wish on your worst enemy to do something like this. Kent has been charged with trafficking amphetamines, possession of a, of drug equipment, and possession of cocaine. Another woman, Bailey, Bailey <laughs> I don't think so, Bailey Adair Lee, 25, was arrested in the same investigation with two counts of amphetamine trafficking. Meth, a highly addictive stimulant that floods a user's brain with dopamine, has been called the forgotten killer due to the increased attention given in recent years to the opioid crisis. But in 2018, the sheriff started calling attention to the drug with a don't meth around campaign. See, that that would be like a, a Mike Tyson thing. Don't meth around. <laughs> Which involves posting the photos of the faces of meth. I remember seeing that. Um, which I think a better thing would do is just, you know, let the kids go to jail and watch someone detox. That's the best thing to do. Uh, Methamphetamine does not discriminate and neither do we. It does not matter who you are. No one is immune or exempt. Smith wrote in a Facebook post following the rest of his daughter. Our hearts break over the grief uh, meth causes all, whether you use it, sell it or love someone who is involved with it. If you want to break free from this lifestyle, we want to help you. His daughter's face, like the faces of other meth suspects arrest, arrested, was included in the post. Hundreds of people have commented on the sheriff's post, with many sharing messages of support for the sheriff and hope the woman and hope for the women who were arrested. Prayers for both ladies and their families. AJ Smith and all law enforcement has a tough job. Sometimes it comes down to arresting family members with the hope and prayers they will get the help they need, said one user. Praying for these young women and their families, nothing is ever too hard for God. He will heal the brokenhearted and restore them. Thankful that help is available, said another. So, I mean, it's that tough love thing, man. It, it, I mean, it's 
But at the same time, I mean, as a parent, you know, you only have two outcomes, right? You either arrest them and save their life or they're going to die. Yeah. And, and it's got to be tough. And I think that this sheriff did the right thing. Um, Especially I think by, I don't want to say publicly shaming her, but sometimes that's what it takes to be a little embarrassed of your actions and, you know, just to get it out there and hopefully she could turn her life around and they could, and what I'm actually hoping is this sets up a lot of other police officers and a lot of other, you know, sheriffs and, and police chiefs and stuff to, you know, cause a lot of people have issues with their own family. You know, nobody's family's perfect. And it's like pastor's kids, right? <laughs> Sometimes they're messed up. They're, they're worse than the past, you know, they're who the pastor's preaching to and you expect to be them to be better and they're not. So I think this sets a good example. And also it humanizes the sheriff a little bit. Like, hey, just because I'm a sheriff doesn't mean my family's perfect. We have our same problems that you do. So, uh, yeah. And, and Florida's brutal with the drugs right now because they're all coming up there from Cuba and everything. So we're going to give this uh, cheers to uh, Franklin County, Florida Sheriff A.J. Tony Smith. Cheers. Cheers. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off just by saying what I did, you know, since we since we've been gone. Um, I went to my first NASCAR race, dude. Oh yeah. Forgot yeah. about that. That was like a year ago. Yeah, it was on my birthday, dude. And uh, dude, I'm hooked. I am hooked. That was a lot of fun. I had a horrible cell phone service out there, and I don't know the first thing about NASCAR, so I don't know how anything works. And I think you might have been working, I can't remember. So I texted the encyclopedia of nascar mr donald wilson um papa as we call him around here and um uh, i'm like I'm, I'm hearing cars am i late he's like, oh no that's just them qualifying i'm yeah. like oh i didn't know how they do it they're doing like practice runs and qualifying and so we got there early enough to where i was able to see kyle larson qualify kevin harvick i think kyle bush but i know bubba walls for sure chase elliott i got to see them so i was pretty stoked that i told my wife i go I could go home now. Really? I'm all, I saw, I technically seen Kyle Larson drive a car, so I'm good. You know, so I'm all, I'm happy about that. And, uh, you know, they call it the short track, uh, and which is nothing to compare it to. It's rather a big track to me. Cause I'm not used to those tracks. And it was funny cause they had all the cars lined up, did the driver introductions. Oh, gel, uh, gel, Dale Earnhardt jr. Raced. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, and they're all drivers, start your engines. And then right when they said that it started raining and you just see the, uh, <laughs> the dudes run out and start covering the cars. I'm like, Oh man, I remember you texted me hours before you, hopefully it does rain. So you get the whole experience. So you can see the jet dryers all the jet dryers. Oh yeah. The jet dryers. Yeah. They came out and it was cool. Cause I was, we were freezing cold every time they had pass. It's like a huge ball of warmth that would just shoot up into the crowd. We're like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite nice. Yeah. Um, the race happened. I got to see some some wrecks. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Nothing like Austin Dillon or Kyle Larson into the uh, stands. Nothing like that. Uh, but you know, we uh, there was like a 19 car pileup uh, towards the end. There was like three restarts on a uh, like the final lap, and then. Um, Ty Gibbs, who's fight. 
yeah, Ty Gibbs, who's a chump, lost, which I was stoked about. And then the guy who won was it was Brandon Jones. And it was funny because uh the, the race got over around like midnight. It, it was super late. And we we drove down and drove up the same day. And it's like a three-hour drive for me down into Martinsville. And it was funny because uh a lot of people went home like right when the race um ended, uh a little bit before because people were getting tired. And then Brandon Jones was doing his uh burnout and everything, and then he was doing his awards and all that. And then there was a, a let's go Brandon chant that started in my, in my area. And I'm like, this is it. This is my moment. <laughs> I've been working up for this. And so, and I'm like, I started it. I'm like, let's go Brandon. Like I started yelling too, dude, the look on my wife's face, <laughs> because yeah, I didn't realize that there was nobody behind me. It was everyone to my like down in front. I was the only one. So like when you're amongst a crowd of people and you're yelling, your voice blends in. But when you're <laughs> like by yourself, it's like very obvious it's you. Then I'm like, so I let out like one giant, let's go, Brandon. And I realized, oh, uh, you could really hear me right now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and then I tell them what she goes, she goes, you better be careful. Well, oh no, 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 no. Um, I'll probably get beat up if I don't chant that around. Here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, but no, it was really cool, a lot of fun. I got, like I said, I got hooked. Uh I've been uh following, I, mean, I was talking to you a little bit about it, been following all the races ever since. It was just a lot of fun. Uh it, it's like uh, I don't know any other sport to compare it to. Watching it on TV does not do it any justice. You do not know how fast they go until and and the short track isn't even the fastest that they go. I think the top speed they got at Martinsville is 120. Yeah. And Talladega the other day, I think they're topping out 188, 195 around there. And I'm like, man, these cars go fast. And the the only thing that sucks about seeing it live than seeing it on TV are like the replays and stuff, because you don't, those cars, you don't realize they're barely holding onto the track <laughs> as it is. So when they're turning, they're drifting a lot of the time. Those tires are spinning faster than they're going. And you see those cars just drive up the track like sideways. And um, it was really funny because I, I mentioned to my wife, I go, man, Dale Jr. Uh, drives pretty clean. And she goes, this is during a uh, one of the after the they do it in stages now. And then there was a like caution, you know, yellow light during a stage. And so it was kind of quiet. So I could talk to her. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, all the other cars, you could see where the, there's actual tire marks on the side of the car where the tires have been rubbing. And I said, Dell Jr.'s car is like really clean. And I'm like, I wonder if he just doesn't care about the race. Dude, towards the end, <laughs> that dude's car was thrashed. Um, and it was just great. And then like you said, there was a fight at the end. Um, that was great. I got the whole experience, man. It was way cool. Um, planning on going out to, going out to Charlotte to check a race out there and we just what's funny is uh beckley where i live we have a racetrack out here it's like a dirt track kind of like in placerville and it's been in disrepair for a long time no races have happened in a while they just every now and then they'll bring out like monster trucks because you know you don't need to take care of a track during, for monster truck races um someone bought it and they're redoing the track right now and they're gonna be bringing some late models some of those uh like world of outlaw style ones uh sprint cars and stuff so i'm pretty pumped about that and that's just five minutes down the road from me. It's actually on my street, the main street. And I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. My wife's like, oh, look, she's like created a monster mall. No, 
I found my way. <laughs> I found my people. My eyes were open. <laughs> oh, they were. And uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel, I feel like a, a noob and I'm still learning, you know, and I, I'm glad I got you and your dad that I could, uh, you know, ask questions about because some of the things are weird. Some of the things I know have just changed, like the next gen cars and like the scoring system. I, I'm starting to slowly figure that out and uh, who to hate, who not to hate. I kind of already have an idea who to hate um, based strictly off of their, you know, their post uh, uh, race interviews, <laughs> Kyle Bush, Kevin Harvick, you know, like, you know, those guys, but you know, either way, they're all good racers. You know, they race better than me. Oh, and speaking of which, there was one, there was a one girl racer there <laughs> that night. And she was in a, uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Natalie Decker. And she was racing. And I noticed, man, she pitted like 15 times. Like, dude, because she was the one closest to us in the front right there. And I'm like, man, she's pitting so much. And it wasn't like they were like changing things. There, there was something wrong. Cause the, cause the pit crew would come out, they kind of look around and they were really slow about it. I mean, she was in last place. And so I'm like, who is that? Who's in that car? And so I look at my little thing, and I look over at my wife. I go, Oh, she's all, she goes, well, I'm a woman driver. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to have to fix that rear view mirror <laughs> doing her makeup, but no, it was a great race, man. And she won, my wife won tickets for me for uh, my birthday. So I was pretty pumped about it, man. And, once you end up this way, dude, we're going to go out to the racetrack. Cause I think there's going to be two. I think there's two in Tennessee. There's one in Nashville, right? Yeah. And in Bristol. Yep. Um, but I definitely want to go to one of those with you for sure. That was a lot of fun and super loud. Like I remember your dad, he goes, he goes, yeah, I'm all oh, man. These cars are loud. He goes, Oh, wait till the pack drives by you right on the green. Right. Right. When they hit green, I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And then also I'm like, Ooh, I felt like I was at a Lil Wayne concert. Like that bass that drives by you is like, oh my. Yeah. So, but it was fun. That's what I, that's what I did. And then I recorded some podcasts. You know, when you were had your schedule changed. So I just worked. Yeah, dude, you worked seven days straight. Yeah. And the fourteen hour days, all seven. No. Let's just say so for 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 you okay. Know, yeah. Sorry. You were well, 24 hours a day for seven yeah. days a week. That's crazy. Didn't leave. Didn't shower. Nothing. Oh, I know. But hey, that's why we have Blue Line Soaps. BlueLineSoaps.com. Exactly. Uh, offer code WTH5. Um, yeah, I remember you. It was weird. It's it's so weird not talking to you in the morning because you're like still at work. It's like completely well, opposite our schedules. If I got off at the time I'm supposed to get off, then it'd be like talking at the normal time. Yeah. But understaffed at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. But we're here and we're, we're doing good. So, but Wilson, you got a story for us. I do. You do. Oh, the yeah. one story. That yeah. I'm the one story. And then, then apparently I'm going to be talking the did, rest of the time. Did he actually buy it? Oh, he I, bought it. Oh, he did. Oh, he. They, they accepted the offer and it's done. It's a yeah, done deal. Yeah, they haven't signed the stuff yet, or I think they've done all that, but it doesn't take effect. I think maybe for like a week or so. Okay, freedom's coming. <laughs> oh, so, it's it's funny because Elon Musk buys Twitter, and 
all the people on the left are going, he can just censor whoever he wants now. He could, <laughs> he could just, uh, just, just take free speech away from whoever he wants. He could, he could affect elections. He could only promote stuff for the people that he wants to win the election and not promote stuff for the other. I'm like, right. So what are you saying? This is what's been going on the whole time. Like there's no difference. But it's funny how the left is is complaining about him buying it and using the excuse of, well, this is what he's going to do when that's what they've been doing since before that. Also, there's a fact that people are like, I don't believe in billionaires owning tech companies. I'm like, come again? I'm all, hold on. Let's just slow it down. Think about that for one second. Yeah. Um, every tech company is owned by a billionaire, mm-hmm. <laughs> like regardless of which way you look at it. And then I'm like, th- then there's the hypocrisy, like Rob Reiner. He posted, now that Elon Musk is buying Twitter, the question for all of us is, will he allow a criminal who used this platform to lie and spread disinformation to try and overthrow the U.S. government to return and continue his criminal activity? And if he does, how do we combat it? I'm like, you are so hung up on Trump. It's not even funny. It's like, um, but you don't bat an eye to Vladimir Putin being on there or any, or any terrorists being the, on there. The leader of the Taliban, you know, yeah, just you, no big deal. You don't care about them, but you're, you're Trump is living rent free in your head for so long that this is what you think about it. I'm all, dude, yeah. No. And Trump has already said he's not coming back. He has true social. He already said he's not coming back and that's fine. Personally, Twitter's oh, he's coming back. Not with Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You know, but the thing is, is like uh, I don't care if Twitter falls off the face of the earth. I, we have a Twitter account apparently. Um, we don't ever use it. I started one just to save the name of our podcast, but we never use it because it's it's toxic. I might use it now. Oh, well, you have fun. <laughs> I'm gonna do my own mean tweets. I'll bring them back. Yeah, bring a mean tweets back. Yeah. It's it's funny this this whole thing, uh, you know. Everyone's like, oh, now now that he owns, uh, or who was it? Uh, Jeff Bezos came out and said something like, and and, and this is the funny thing because Elon Musk does do stuff with China, okay, with Tesla, and so he says, oh, so is this going to give China basically a platform right in the uh, um, town center or whatever? you know, or whatever, being able to just, you know, use whatever. I'm like, dude, China's in everything as it is. I'm all, and you're not one to talk, man. I'm all, all you guys yeah. are in, in doing the same thing, but yeah, I love it's it. Just, how the, it's funny. There's so much hypocrisy. Oh, and it's all coming out right now. Yeah. I heard the, like I did an audible. I was driving home. I did an audible. What the crap? Some news report. I got to find this clip at some point. He's like, he was like so mad that Elon Musk bought uh, Twitter and he's all, did they even consult one woman? Did they even consult one person of color? I'm all, what? What does that have to do with him buying a yeah, company? I'm like, why does everything have to do with that? I'm like literally for real. I'm like, I'm like, I think it's probably because, you know, technically speaking, Twitter is now owned by African-American. Yep. Yeah, I mean, not a person of quote unquote color, but an African American. And I'm like, but everything has to be about race and everything has to be about gender. 
And people fought so hard for so many years to bring us all together. And they're trying so hard to just separate everybody again. Yeah. And this is what, it's just so funny. And I think there was another thing that came out that said, uh, Google, uh, Airbnb, Uber, uh, Facebook, all the major tech companies around 95 to 98% of the employees who work for all major tech companies vote liberal. So when he comes in and he buys Twitter heads are rolling right now, but I'm like, okay, so Tesla being, I, I would consider them a tech company. They're up there too. Okay. Well, who owns Tesla? Elon Musk. So what's the difference? Yeah. Nobody likes opposition anymore. They don't like conversation. And I blame that, honestly, on cell phones and mainly uh, social media. Nobody knows how to argue anymore. You know, nobody knows how to type. They know how to disagree. I think Mike Tyson said something the other day after he knocked that dude out on the plane. And good for you, Mike Tyson. Not a big Mike Tyson fan, but you know what? That dude had it coming. Uh, And that guy was a dirtbag, right? Oh, yeah. Total scumbag. Um, He goes, uh, I think his quote was like, people have gotten too comfortable recently um, talking a lot of crap on uh, online and not getting their face punched for it. Like, (laughs) I kind of agree. And of course, that guy's looking for some sort of payout from him. Oh, I need money. I'm like, dude, you're not going to win that thing. No, no. Good for Elon Musk, though. I mean, I wouldn't have doing Twitter. things, you know, he's got money. Yeah, Why how not? Fun, how funny with him if he just bought it and he goes in, he's all, all right, guys. Um, well, I'm shutting it down. I'm just going to not have Twitter. <laughs> you guys are all unemployed. $45 billion uh, slap in the face. Yeah. And he's all, he, he turns slap around. He's in all, the face. He's slapping the face. He turns around. He makes that 45 billion back. I'm just, he's already done. Did you see? I wonder if I could find it. I'm trying to find, there was a video that said Elon Musk when he walks into Twitter right after buying them. Oh, I saw it, it was the dude with the paint, paintball, yeah, with gun? The paintball yeah. gun. You're fired. Start <laughs> shooting him. Yeah. I think it's from Entourage. I think. I'm not sure. I don't, I, I know it's from. from a show, but I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> There's another thing going on right now, you know, in the news. Um, that I don't think should have any sort of publicity or anything. It is just so dumb, but it's kind of funny. And that's the whole Johnny Depp thing. <laughs> I, I saw something. I Apparently he's going through court or something like that. Yeah. Like with what's her name? Yeah. Apparently uh, he's, he's suing her for defamation because she said he hit her. And yeah. And it was actually the other way the around. Other way around. Right? Yeah. They're both screwed up. I could, I mean, they're both off their rocker. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is the other day, Johnny Depp apparently has at some point literally morphed into Jack Sparrow. Like that's yeah. how he talks now. It's very yeah. weird because I think he's from Kentucky and they don't talk like that there. Huh. But he goes, um, it was just the funniest thing because apparently rumor was she crapped in his bed. Yeah. Okay. And it, so during, <laughs> during the, uh, the, the court hearing the, I don't know what it was a prosecutor or whoever, but she goes, tell us what happened that day. And he's, and he, I'll, I'll do it faster. And I'll, when I get to the part, I'll, I'll slow it down for Johnny Depp effect. But she, he's like, 
basically. I was told to go downtown to get my stuff. And um, my, my, my buddy said, I wouldn't do that. Don't go downtown. And then um, you don't want to go down there right now. He's like, why? And then he showed me a picture. And then I looked at it. And then this is, this is how, how Johnny Depp said it. And it was so funny. He goes, and I, this is bad Johnny Depp, by the way. And I look at that picture. And on it, there on the bed, it was so grotesque, was human fecal matter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then, uh, and and he's kind of laughing through it a little bit. And then she goes, um, and then what happened? He goes, uh, well, I kind of laughed and I asked, uh, you know, Miss Heard about it, and she blamed it on the dogs. And then, and then the, the lady goes, well, what makes you think it wasn't the dogs? And he goes, dude, I, I, I almost had a tear run on my face. He goes, I knew it wasn't for my dogs. I have two teacup Yorkies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, and, and mind you, how, how I just said it was sped up. Like he took forever to say it I'm like why don't you just say there's nothing there's no way that that could have come out of those dogs <laughs> there's no way dude and i'm just sitting there dying laughing i'm like this this is what we're watching right now this is what's on tv and i do see a lot of stuff going around and i agree that that i think it's a little bit stupid that there's something like this that doesn't affect us right that's being shown on tv but they won't show the jelaine maxwell um thing they won't Gis, show Gislaine. Gislaine. They, they won't um they won't show that and that could ultimately affect all of us because you know it's child sex trafficking so and the thing is is everyone's like we don't need to hear that we need to hear about ukraine and it's the same thing we talked about a while back it's something new it's something yeah. different next week this whole elon musk thing the johnny depp thing it's going to be gone and then we're going to be back to Alec Baldwin again. We might even hear about Chris Rock. So I got a couple more things to talk about. The last thing I want to talk about, though, before after this thing is. Um, Hold on. Ryan I really want to know alley. what this says. Oh, dude, what are you doing to me right I'm, here? I'm trying to trying to keep this. Sh- I've got great news. Oh, great news. I'm going to be attacked. I'm going to be attacked. What did it say? It was kept cutting out. It said, I got great news. My sister's having a baby and everybody on this boat cheers. He's up on this balcony. Uh And they they all cheer. And then like two seconds later, he goes, I'm going to be a dad. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um. But the last story I want to talk about is something that I know is of interest to you, my guy. But what's that? Well, is, it this? is it what? It's right here. What are you showing me? It has something to do with it. Ooh, Wilson is showing me a metal detector. And and it's so weird that you said that because it has something to do with that activity. That is a cool looking metal detector. He's still showing me everybody as if I'm blind and I haven't I don't see it. Can you can you see it? 
Look at that. It can. It can. It says Garrett Viper on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the cheap version. It's, it's Mul- the multiflex. No, this is the expensive version. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, anyways, before we get to that, um, the other night oh, I was, we're not talking about that. No, we're getting to it, dude. Oh, okay. Um, it was after the Talladega race. And I was like, man, I want to find something to watch, but, but, but I don't want to watch a movie. I want to, I just want to watch something. So, so you watch ghosts. No, choice. I, no, 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 oh. no, not at all. Um, there was this thing on Hulu and I, and I, I, my, I was only going to watch this for like 30 minutes and go to bed called plane swap. Did you hear about this? Like wife swap, but with planes kind of, okay. um, but not. So it's one of those Red Bull things. Remember when we had a uh, Red Bull, they did the thing where the dude uh, went and he jumped out of space and landed and all that other good stuff. Yeah. And then they had a bunch of other things. Well, this one, um, you had two guys, Luke Aiken and Andy Farrington. They're both cousins. They both take these uh, Cessna planes up in the air and they, they're the only people in the plane. Each one is piloting their own plane. And they built this special contraption on the plane called a uh, an air brake. There's like big flap that comes down and it basically causes the plane to kind of get some drag and it makes it go straight down. They both kill the engines, jump okay. out of the planes and fly into each other's planes, restart it and fly them away. Okay. Do they have parachutes? They do have parachutes. Oh, that makes <laughs> um, it less interesting. They needed one of them needed it. <laughs> oh, um, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, there's no way this is going to work. You know, and then they showed, you know, when they did it in trial, they, they jumped out and then uh, there was so much, a lot, it was, it was pretty cool. The science behind it. Cause one of the times um, they couldn't figure out why the plane kept like, it has to be, it can't be straight down because it, uh, the way the wings are, it allows lift. So it has to be slightly more than 90. So it's kind of like, almost kind of going upside down and they couldn't figure out why it wasn't steadying. And so one time they did it and there was an oil leak. And so when the plane landed and they looked at the oil pattern, they were able to tell, Oh, because no air is coming this way. So they huh. altered their air brake and they're able to get it to where they just kill it. And it goes straight down. Well, right when they, they get to the elevation, they both jump out and there was a blue plane and a gray plane and the gray plane straight down. Look, look great. The blue plane, that thing starts spinning, man. And I, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm on, I'm on my couch. My wife's in the, in the kitchen doing something as she should be. I'm kidding. I love her. Hi. Was she making a pie? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh no, it was cake actually. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, this plane just started spinning, dude. And I see the the dude jump out of the other plane. He's supposed to land in that. And that dude sees it in, in, in flight. And you see him just go the other direction. <laughs> and, and then I'm yelling at the TV, abort, abort, like that. And because um, they could talk to each other while they're um, skydiving. And then um, you hear the one guy goes, the plane's out of control. The plane's out of control. And the other guy actually lands in the plane, starts it up and everything. And I'm sitting there like, well, what happens to the plane? <laughs> Like, like, like heads up, you know, and apparently those planes were, were were pre, uh, they had little parachutes, but that parachute, like when it landed, it like literally deployed, like maybe a hundred feet over the ground. So that plane was pretty much (laughs) toast when it landed, but 
it was pretty interesting. I was like, man, that's pretty cool seeing how they did. And then one guy, Luke Aiken, uh, he's the guy that did the last one where he jumped um, skydive without a parachute and landed in the net. I'm not sure if you saw that one. It was a big, this net was like the half the size of a football field. It was like three of them, like on top of each other. And so as he's going, he has like a crew around him and they're like lining him up and you see this little dot, like a little speck of sand. You're like, dude, is that the net? And that, that's the net he's supposed to land in. So they're lining him up. And like when he's like maybe a thousand feet over the ground, over the thing, and he thinks he's lined up, he has to flip to his back. And Forget just that. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh-uh. And he did it and he landed. I'm like, oh gosh, my heart was pounding. But that's the same guy. And he he he's a he's a husky fella. So I felt like he was doing it for the boys, for the big boys. You know, just go straight through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a wily e. coyote imprint in the bottom. It's like a little hole. It just looks like a person. But no, it was pretty cool. A lot of people were like giving it crap saying, well, how do you think this was going to end? I'm like, well, it worked on the one plane. You know, yeah. it, it, it it will work. It just didn't work that time. Um, but I don't know. That, I thought it was pretty cool, man. Uh, like I said, uh, I was going to watch something for 30 minutes to go to bed. It From the point when I found out it was on, it was like two and a half hours. Oh. Yeah, I could have very easily just watched a full-on movie or got an extra, you know, two hours sleep that night. But yeah, nope, that too. So, it, Wilson, the story that I saw today, pretty interesting. So I'm going to set this up in a certain way. You're a you love um, <laughs> digging for gold, yeah. um, but you you love more metal like metal detectors. treasure protectors. Exactly. What? Yeah, you, you are Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Who? What? Where? Still um, gonna watch that movie. Which one? The Nick Cage one. Oh, that one. Which one? The one where it's like I'm Nick Cage. Oh, oh, I think that's what oh, it's called. Oh, I thought you're talking about the <laughs> Nick Cage one, like the movie he was in. You know, it's like my daughter. See he that star right that there? One. Yeah, Nick Cage is in every movie he's in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did to my daughter the other day. She got so annoyed. I'm like, see that star right there? She goes, Yeah, no, I'm all, the one right there. She was normal, right, one. right there. <laughs> she's like, Get a She's getting so mad. <laughs> but let's say, uh, I, I mean, if I read this story correctly, this is how I think it is you get wind of somewhere there is a big find, yeah, and you go there, and uh, somehow bigger up government gets involved, and they're like. Oh, we, we think this is ours. We're going to go inspect this real quick. Okay. And then, uh, but you found this. And then um, all of a sudden they say, they come back and say, we didn't find anything. And you're like, no, there was something there. No, there was nothing there. But their evidence of like videos and stuff they had end up missing and stuff. You'd be pretty sketch, right? You'd be like, dude, there was something there. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's... Uh something that they didn't want me to find right well this story came out um i think today or yesterday this is oh no today actually i actually saw this uh when i was on the toilet um and it says this is from the daily wire as well judge orders fbi to turn over evidence regarding search for civil war gold and it says a father and son team of treasure hunters may soon discover the details behind a potential hunt for gold dating back to the Civil War era from the records of an FBI dig in 2018. 
A federal judge has required the FBI to promptly release its records regarding the lost treasure to a team operating under the name Finders Keepers, led by Dennis and Kim Parada. The father and son have accused the FBI of intentionally delaying its request for information. And it says Finders Keepers said in a court filing in March that the FBI stated that its records of the dig included 17 video files and 2,400 pages of information. The agency now claims there are just four videos with no explanation for the missing video content, the treasure hunters claim. This raises the obvious question of whether videotapes were destroyed in the interim, said their attorney. There's, a, there's been a pattern of behavior by the FBI that's been very troubling. She questioned whether the agency is acting in good faith. And it says the saga began when the two men reported finding a location they believed was part of an 1863 shipment of Union gold that was intended for the U.S. Mint in Philadelphia. An FBI contractor reportedly confirmed a large mass of metal at the site that suggested the findings could be accurate. The gold, if found, has a current estimated value of $55 million. The Paradas traveled to the site in 2018 in Dense Run, Pennsylvania. Rather than being given access to the location, the FBI required the two men to stay in their vehicle while the agency's officers excavated the site, according to the report. The FBI claimed the dig was unsuccessful, but the agency's secrecy has made the treasure hunter suspicious regarding whether gold was found. The lawsuit seeks to confirm the FBI's recovery of Civil War-era gold buried in the mountains of Pennsylvania based in significant part on scientific evidence of the gold's existence that plaintiff provided the FBI. According to the January affidavit filed by Finders Keepers, a few days after the FBI completed its dig at Dense Run, an off-duty Pennsylvania police officer told the Paradas and Mr. Gettler that he had witnessed two Brinks-type armored trucks supported by two Humvees and a black SUV with satellite communication antenna. Other residents also witnessed the vehicles in the area. Finders Keepers alleged that they reached out to the owner of the excavator company involved in the FBI dig, who said he could not comment because of the company's contractual agreement with the FBI. Attorney William Cluck filed a FOIA request, that's the Freedom of Information Act, on May 8, 2018, on behalf of Finders Keepers for all public records related to the investigation. Four years later, the request has still been still ha- has still not been completed. Dude, huh. could they you imagine found a lot of gold? They the found something. Yeah, you just don't bring Brinks trucks out there. Yeah. I oh, mean, we were unsuccessful, liars. That's why you don't ever say if you find something. That's what I was about ready to say. Like it says right here in, in the story. Uh, what does it say? Um, if I found a bunch of gold, I'd be like, oh, sweet. I got some gold every once in a while. I'm going to go take it in and, you know, trade it in, sell it, you know. But I'm not going to take $55 million worth of gold in all at once and try and cash it in. No, that's dumb. Right. Well, the thing is right here, it said um, an FBI country reportedly confirmed the large mass. So like. Like you said, why would you even bring it up? Yeah. Like, I, like I would do it. Like, I would dig up, be like, oh, holy crap, they found $55 million worth of Union gold. This is freaking crazy. Uh, I wish it was we, Confederate gold, though. It'd be kind of cool. It's more rare. I, I think, it, I mean, either way, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I could buy MySpace with it. <laughs> Wait, is that still around? 
They're all Tommy Hartman Maybe. by AOL. Lycos. Excite.com. Lugo. Yeah. Booble. What? What? Huh? Never been there. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're hiding something. Yeah. And like, oh, it was unsuccessful. There wasn't $55 million worth of gold. Really? Yeah. What was the two Humvees for? Dirt? Yeah. It's like I was telling my wife the other day, I said, man, I think it, she she thinks that um, D.B. Cooper died. I think, he, well, obviously, I think he's dead now. She think he died during the jump, right? No. You don't, you don't think he died? You don't think he died during the jump? No. No, I don't think Definitely so either. Not. Yeah. But I think he's dead now um, just by age. Um, but I told her, I'm all, there's, <laughs> if nobody was harmed, okay, if, if nobody was like physically hurt, murdered or whatever, and you are able to escape for that long. There's got to be like a, you know, what do they call it? Uh, the time limit where you're like, all right, you're good to go. You, you, yeah. You keep the money, you know, yeah. you win type thing. Um, and like this right here though, this doesn't surprise me. The FBI has been uh, doing some shady things lately. Yeah. Some and it's government. funny. Well, yeah, well, All it's funny. Government. But it's funny because remember back in the, well, you, you and I weren't born yet, but like back in the day, like all the hippies, they were like, you know, down with the man, you know, all the FBI things. And now they're like, you need to listen to the FBI. I'm like, yeah, it's become completely like biased against like, you know, your political affiliation. Yeah. And like, it, it, let's just say the FBI did find, and it was $55 million worth of gold, give or take, you know, 4 million. Right. Dude, maybe give the the father's son some some of the some of it. Be like, hey, you you guys did find it, so here yeah. you go. But this is actually government property, you know. But you guys do get like a reward for finding it. You know what I say? The you government gets no government gets to keep the value that it was back then. The rest goes to the finders. Okay, so. Because that's the only money that they're out, technically. Yeah. Well, so. that's what the well on on according to their books, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Books uh, are all that matter. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just but like I said, you don't ever tell anybody if you find something. I mean, well, we, you and I were talking about that that guy that um, I think his name is Mermit Merman Mike. <laughs> And he goes oh, in, the, yeah. in the river and he finds things and and he'll find a gun every now and then and and he'll he'll report to the police and and they'll look at the numbers make sure it wasn't involved in a crime and usually they're like no it's just an old gun you can keep it and he gets to keep it he's like sweet yeah um, well that's know, different you you find a gun in the river and you're like oh sweet you take it home <laughs> and then right. for some reason the cops come they're like what's this gun they run it oh this just killed somebody three weeks ago they go wow mr john dillinger huh we found huh. you huh <laughs> jimmy hoffa what oh says right here you are jack the ripper ah <laughs> solved he used a gun i didn't know that but it was a <laughs> knife hmm. huh. um but yeah i don't know this but of course dude this is like little man versus big man right what are these two what were these yeah they can't do anything they can't afford an attorney to fight this it's like transformers you know right the government comes 
He's like, I can do whatever I want. Right. (laughs) Sector seven. It's exactly like sector. Maybe it's hidden in the Hoover Dam. Could be. But I saw that when it it came across. I was like, dude, that's a Wilson story. Yeah. Hopefully I snagged it before he did. Then I realized, I know I did. Because you've done no research for the show. (laughs) He's done a little. You found the easiest thing. Oh, uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I didn't even research that. I just, <laughs> I just knew. You're, I'm like, give a story for us. You're like, dude, it's the craziest thing. I just found it. Um, Russia invaded Ukraine. Amazing. What? Yeah. We landed on the moon. <laughs> we landed on the moon. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow that story, though, because that needs to be uh, talked about. Because, I mean, it may not be a big deal to some people, but this border is like, you know, let's just say you and I are both homeowners. They, we find oil on our, on our land. Yeah. What are they going to do? Come take our land now? The whole eminent domain thing where they're just going to buy us out and force us out. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's the big man versus the little man, what that is. And I hate that because these guys found it fair and square. And, and there was this uh, podcast I listened to great podcast. I think I've talked about it before. It's called, what was that like? And there's this one episode this guy the story is about him getting uh he he was down in florida and he does this these divings in the in like these rivers and stuff but he does what's called blackwater diving where it's literally in you can't see in front of you you, you kind of just feel around and he searches for shark teeth megalodon teeth uh you know like because he's also like a like a teacher at the college so he likes to do like a lot of uh stuff with uh, dinosaur bones and, and everything. And so he'll, he'll donate, but whatever he finds, he has to report it to the, uh, the park or whatever. And if they want to keep it, they could keep it. You know, it's up to them, but mo- majority of the time that we have plenty of shark teeth, you could keep that. But that's the thing is he has to report it, you know, each time he has to pay for a permit, which I think is ridiculous. Anyway, all these permit processes, you gotta have a permit to cut someone's hair. And so basically he, the government is basically like, you know, whatever you find, we will, we're going to do the lazy part of it and just let you do the hard work. And if we want to take it, we can. Yeah. You got to run it by us first. And I hate that. I really hate that. That's why you don't say anything. Right. Well, then what? Then you get fined and go to jail and you get threatened with five years in prison or up to this much penalty, whatever they say. And it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It, I these guys. It, I mean, can you imagine, like, you finally finding Noah's Ark? <laughs> and you're like, "This is it!" Oh my gosh! They're like, "Shut up! You can't see anything." <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna take. Oh yeah, like an, basically an NDA, and you're gonna we're gonna take this from you, and you didn't see nothing, boy. So, anything else on the docket, dude? That's it. I just gotta use the facilities. That's all. Oh yeah, drain the main vein, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um oh real quick, speaking of which, um now that you're here, and speaking of that, um a, a couple funny bathroom stories happened when you were gone. Um, so it finally happened. Um, I was in the handicap stall and a handicapped fella needed to use this said area that I was real estate that I owned for that 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, it's happened before where, but I don't know if the person was actually handicapped, you know, but I saw a cane and everything and I kid you not. Um, I, all I hear is, is like the door just 
it's obviously locked, right? And then again, I'm like, dude, someone's in here, you know, like that. And then all of a sudden, I hear the the little footsteps with a third noise, which was the cane, <laughs> walk back towards the door. And then I hear, <laughs> you might add a beep to this, Wilson. I hear, stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and then shuts the light off and leaves. <laughs> I'm like, uh, did that just happen? Did that just happen? So I'm like, uh, well, I guess I got to bring out the old flashlight. <laughs> so <laughs> got my phone, turn the light on, you know, patted finish. myself down. Yeah. Finished the deed. But I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to find this guy. I want to see who he is. Dude, he was gone. Never to be seen again. Huh. And then. It's a unicorn. Dude, dude, but I'm like, I'm sitting there and um, I'm walking out. I might've been on the, I don't know if I was on the phone with you doing a polo or if I was on the phone with Brandon. I think I was on the phone with my buddy, Brandon. And there's this lady, you know, you know, skinny looking grandma lady uh, walking in front of me. And, and I see her kind of like shaking her head doing this thing. And we're, this is a Walmart that's pertinent to the story. And she walks past my car. Now where my car is parked, the stall next to it was empty. And there was another car. Dude, this grandma, after she passes my car, right in the area where I got to walk, leans over and shoots out the biggest chew spit out of her mouth <laughs> like, bloop, like that. And it hits the ground. I stop and I'm like, what? Like, I, oh, I walk right there. And it was like, the, it was like, I think it was like Red Man or something, dude. It was like chunk. And it was like there on the ground. And then she's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like she didn't even have like a bottle. She didn't even do a little bottle thing. I mean, she kept that in Walmart. Then she spits it at me. I, it was a lot, dude. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like people like, I mean, right where I got to walk. It's like that one lady. Remember a long time ago, that lady was, you know, pissing. Remember that story? <laughs> it was, I felt bad because she was an old lady and she couldn't help it. And and she gets out of the car and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like, uh, dude, drops her pants. This is a Bel Air in the Thomas because I remember. Drops her pants right there next to my car and she just starts going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And, but I felt bad because she's like crying because she couldn't hold it anymore. And I'm like, well, the only thing I could think of is like, oh my gosh, I hope it doesn't get on my car. <laughs> and and she she lifts her leg. Yeah. <laughs> I got a story for that too. Um, I look at the uh, my car when she's done. She walks. I look at my car. It was all over my tire. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and then um, I was doing security for Tim McGraw <laughs> and uh, Sleep Train Amphitheater. Very very back of the place. There's a big grassy area with a fence, and I see this girl, and she's over there. And I walk up to her, and I kind of like walk up behind her, and I go, "Ma'am, you can't be using the bathroom out here." She goes, it makes you think I'm using the bathroom. And I go, you got your leg hiked up on the fence and you're wearing a dress. She goes, do you really think I would do that? She goes, I would squat. Turns out she wasn't. <laughs> she was, I was stretching. <laughs> but the, the whole back fence back there, dude, is like a urinal at every concert. I didn't realize <laughs> that. And she's like, oh my gosh, I, I would never do that. It's so gross. I'm like, oh. I'm like, what's a Valley girl doing at Tim McGraw? Yeah. But anyways, I'm going to just left you kids off with a bunch of bathroom stories. Tell the grandkids, will you? So you look tired, dude. D 
this these allergies kill me oh, yeah you're sad i know yeah we'll, we'll record again it's fine but okay. like we said we thanked our sponsors already go check them out uh you can hear us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean amazon google play pretty much anywhere where you hear podcasts we are there um socialist media we're on facebook instagram youtube untapped untapped is where wilson sends all those awesome pictures of his brewskis that he drinks um or or not so much drink sometimes he doesn't drink them because it's like 10 in the morning yeah. um or the real wth show at podbean.com uh you can follow me on uh truth social at bald tommy because i'm not on twitter i go to trump's area um and you can contact us text or voicemail 916-259-3030 or email us at the real wth show at gmail.com now i got the hiccups that is crazy so anyways uh that's all i got dude till next that's time it. all right bye bye later dudes i hate goodbyes <laughs> oh and in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night i will see you there or i will see you on another time i'll be back rose where we're going we don't need Road. I'll catch you on the flip side. You got it, Jobin. That was a greatest night in the history of television. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody. They're fine. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Then let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. I'm Joe Biden, and I can't remember this message. Stop it!